episode 242 of Global from Asia. This is one, two, three more left. This is the third one. Three, two more to go after this one. Hi, Maggie. Snake. Snake. Snake? Oh, we'll go find the toy snake. Hold on. Welcome to the Global From Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight-up, actionable advice. And now, your host, Michael Michelini. So I was walking around the night market here in Chiang Mai. It's the cool thing to do. It's the cool thing to do with family and kids. So got some toy snakes and uh, the wife doesn't seem to like them so hides them all the time and <laughs> Maggie likes them so I had to go find it for her. Thank you for tuning in. 242 episode of Global from Asia. This is one of three more left and to the end of 2018 it's been a great ride. Over five years of shows with y'all. Y'all. And uh this one, we are in Japan. Japan, we've had a few shows in Japan, and it's very hot for blockchain and Bitcoin and crypto. And this is a fascinating conversation I have with an expert there. We'll talk about him in, in, in the intro, but uh, it was a great one. I mean, we've tried some crypto shows on the podcast. I think crypto and blockchain, well, especially blockchain is the future decentralization you know here one global from asia we always talk about you know I, that's why i like asia it's less it's less regulated um unless you're talking about china but if you're talking about you know other parts of, of asia it's at least southeast asia it's because it's so many different countries it's kind of i love chaos and uh the ability to kind of play things in different countries. So I like blockchain and I like what things are happening here in the space. And I think this show will be very helpful in the, uh, in the archives of Global From Asia show. So let's tune in. Need unique content for your business? Who doesn't? At contentinvestments.com, there's a network of writers ready to write unique blog, product review, and other articles for your business. As the saying goes, content is king. Check it out today at www.contentinvestments.com where you can subscribe for one-off articles or monthly subscriptions. Check it out today. Okay, thank you everybody for tuning in to another Global From Asia podcast. We're in Japan today with talking about blockchain developments with Kohei Kurihara yes. from Collabogate. Thanks so much for coming on the show today. Uh, thank you for having. I'm very appreciated to be here and having an interview and having uh, some discussion regarding the Japanese boxing scene. Yeah, it's. I would. I would say. Uh, unfortunately, I personally have only been to Okinawa, which is a beautiful <laughs> place. But that. Yeah, it's really. <laughs> but uh, I know there's amazing things happening with. With uh, well, even before you know, forever with technology and innovation in Japan, and especially mm -hmm. with crypto and blockchain. Mm -hmm. So there's quite a bit. And then your 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 company, maybe you can do a quick intro. You're doing research, um, like a laboratory for professional writing platform. Uh yes, the Collaborate is uh, just a kind of the new platform for uh, business collaborations. Um, we try to uh, assemble a lot of 
uh, expertise from the worldwide uh, blockchain space. Uh, what we are doing right now is uh, try to recruit the collaborators. We call with them as a professional uh, collaborations contributors. Uh, they are pulling a platform. They are working on specific project requests. Uh, for example, like you are going to the other country uh, from Europe to Japan, it's very hard to imagine who should work together. But our platform is allowing that all the project can access the best person to work uh, with specific requests. Uh, besides, we working on our uh, collaborative uh, or original publishment. Uh, we call it just a collaborate research, uh, blockchain research laboratory. Uh, we try to assemble global writers uh, who is uh, described as about like blockchain use case, the blockchain local event, how it works. Uh, I try to publish the contents through the Medium channel, uh, which is a decentralized lighting platform. We try to increase this media and try to invite more professional to our uh, collaboration uh, gateway and uh, having access to work uh, more global movement in the future. Nice. Nice. So, yeah, it's, it's exciting. Uh, it's basically connecting experts or professionals you know, contributors and writers and, and people to uh, share their knowledge and and connect with, can help people around the world? Yes. Our mission is uh, to empower the writers uh, can spread out their local information to the globally. Um, my mission is also uh, sticking it to the writers' mission as well. Uh, I'm based in Japan, but uh, we can access if this platform has been uh, like uh, spread into the uh, global uh, visuality. So that's why I'm trying to describe into the crew the more people from local, but publish in the global. I understand? Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, that's. I mean, going back to the to blockchain. I mean, it's it's. It's also allowing things like this to happen. I mean, it's the new, what did you say, internet? I mean, can you mm -hmm. give your, how do you explain the blockchain to, to people? Mm -hmm. uh, I think the blockchain, we have a lot of the perspective, but this is just a kind of the database, the processes. Uh, in the future, blockchain is uh, allowing in more uh, modernized uh, digital system. Uh, I'm in charge of the sub-law a blockchain project in Japan so far. They had a talk to some industry people. They are expecting to use the digital technology in the future, even traditional business, they have to do it. Uh, blockchain will be used uh, like underlining new infrastructure once you got a lot of the data from the customer using or customer experiences, the data could be stored, the security and temper-proof, the many aspects we have it. But finally, uh, people, the users can get back the authority from some specific uh, intermediates to get back to the individual in the future. So this is a very big empowerment in next decades. And people just believe in blockchain, uh, have a lot of the capacity to realize this uh, new environment. Okay. So let's let's dive into Japan. Yeah. I think it's, I mean... 
been very mature. I mean, meaning like early on, Japan has been very involved with uh, blockchain. Do you know when it started or how did, how did, how did this get started in the Japanese market? Uh, okay. I think that we have uh, uh, like some discussion regarding the blockchain, but we have to be separated. The two type of the uh, opinion is happens uh, in the blockchain market. The one is the crypto guys. The one is the blockchain people. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly in Japan is like the people is talking about the crypto business, like a Bitcoin, Ethereum. Yeah, this is coming from the currencies, but the blockchain, the perspective is coming more from the academic side. It's just a kind of researching. These discussion is uh, so far it was a different, but like now. Each of them is trying to be migrated each other. Like the industries is coming, people is paying attention, uh, becoming familiar with the blockchain database. Uh, accordingly, the people is uh, going to the blockchain space right now. Uh, Japan so far we put in a specific uh, license uh, for all the crypto exchange who want to uh, make a business officially in local. Uh, this is just a kind of the uh, one. The story is the crypto exchange is need to uh, following the government rule and government requirement. Uh, so that's why they can make a business officially here. But the point is the blockchain is like kind of how we can spread this technology inside the real business. Did uh, this perspective we have a lot of the issues. Uh, yesterday I talked with one guys who is producing a uh, beverages. Uh, business. Uh, this big company said, uh, Japan, we have uh, very original issues uh, when it's come to importing some specific uh, ingredients from outside. Uh, like this means, like we have a uh, one uh, third-party company. They have a big network, the like producer network, but they have a uh, too much big powers. Uh, for maker side, it's very hard to do the business beyond their uh, position. So the blockchain is expected to reduce the intermediates. So their third-party position uh, could be disappeared if the blockchain could be disseminated. So uh, Japanese beverage maker is trying to make an appearances how uh, we can uh, keep the relations with this uh, third-party importers. Uh, but this is happens uh, like it delays to uh, make an implementation of blockchain technology if we prefer to choose the good relations with this third party. So this is it happens in real business everywhere in Japan. This is a local culture and business uh, characters. So this is uh, hard for the Japanese supply chain company to go start from themselves in compared to the Western style as well. Interesting. I see. So, when when would you say this started? I, I I like how you did differentiate or separate. Maybe we stick within blockchain. Then, like when mm-hmm. when do you think, or uh, when do you think Japan or near you know would say just the start of this phenomena? Uh, I think it's up to the industry. Uh, like the banking or financial market has started a lot of the experiment. Then they released uh, like a local government associations. Uh, they tried to make a consortium style, uh, trying to use the blockchain technology 
in the processes between the local banking system, uh, the financial market is expected to reduce the cost with using it and more secure uh, database in the future. Uh, however, the other industry like the supply chain, uh, manufacturing, or like the medical, we have a lot of the issues. Uh, Japan, we are succeeding the traditional way. Uh, this is uh, based on the human relations. Then our business structure is very complicated in compared to like Western business. Even you get the good positions, you have to make an, uh, more humanity relations in advance to uh, make the money. So this is uh, something that happens. Then this is uh, one uh, issues. It uh, become reluctant to. Uh, like become a foreigner to use the blockchain technology by themselves. I understand. So then you would say the financial market probably is the biggest industry of use in Japan? or? Oh, yes, I think so. Uh, Japanese uh, financial authorities also looking at, at blockchain technology uh, because we try to push uh, like um, cashless society in the future. Uh, Japan has been uh, like succeeding uh, like cash payment culture. However, we try to become a modernized system. Uh, cash needs to like the papers and processes that takes a lot of the times for foreigners that wants to come to Japan. Uh, they feel that sometimes it's been uh, inconvenient. Uh, Japan tried to become a more uh, good tourism countries. Uh, now we also welcome in the uh, Olympic season in 2020s uh, until we try to become a more digital system inside. So uh, blockchain has been uh, one expected technology for the database to use this system in the future. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, is it uh, the same throughout Japan? I mean, within the regions or, of course, Tokyo is probably where you're based and is is there uh, is there kind of like equal adoption do you think in different major cities of japan um i think that up to the cities there's some cities is addressing to become a foreigner to use uh the blockchain in their uh, governance system um because uh traditional governance is based on the paperwork I used to work in a, one political murders when I was in the university student. I had a talk with some uh, staff who is working in the public sectors. He said uh, Japan is like succeeding in a very traditional way. Even the like people is using a smartphone, the PC, uh, their access is from the internet. But uh, we need to uh, like uh, writing about the information on papers and get the stamps to. Uh, get approval. It takes a lot of the times and processes uh, for their staff. Is also uh, suspicious. This system could be working in the future. So some cities they try to become a digital. Uh, I talked with uh, one staff. They try to uh, take in the leadership these uh, opportunities. Then I also have a talk with one uh, Japanese uh, ministries who is working in a digital government. Uh, he said he tried to become a processes uh, to submit it to subsidiaries uh, from Japanese government support that every process could be uh, working on digital in the future. Now we have to 
uh, go to the specific entrance, then uh, writing and some information got stumped. This is the basic process, but it takes uh, almost um, like some weeks to complete it, the financial support. But if we can go to the digital, it makes reduce the cost and processes. So if this type of uh, things it's coming and actually maybe the business uh, liquidity is coming out the more and more in the future. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I'm looking at some. We'll share in the podcast notes, but uh, in your medium channel with your you know your updates, um, definitely the different regions that's adopting blockchain identity management is one I'm looking at. You just recently published and it's saying, you know, I think North America seems to be using it it the most, it looks like, uh, and to, to 2026. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, your, what's your feeling on that? Um, I think the Japanese digital identity, uh, we have acquired... Uh, almost some uh, few years ago, the government is trying to uh, distribute the digital identity to all the citizens. However, it has been uh, distributed almost um, 40 millions. Uh, it's not uh, enough for all the Japanese people. We are like in Chola is almost uh, 400, uh, sorry, the 100 uh, million populations here. So maybe just uh, almost a 10 percentage of the people has been accounts. So uh, the government is trying to push to use this digital identity into a lot of the scenes, but still not uh, spread out. Uh, one interesting example is uh, one specific local city is trying to use this digital identity uh, into the blockchain space. Uh, one of my friends is uh, working on the blockchain digital voting. Uh, in this system, he used this digital identity um, to uh, uh, like approves who you are, the processes. That once this uh, identity holders uh, making a decision who you are going to make a voting, uh, this identity is uh, proving the who you are. Then this information is go to the blockchain database. This database uh, making a secure processes. Then uh, finally judge who you did in voting uh, in uh, this system. So this is uh, happens. That this is the uh, one way um, to uh, make a digital identity go effective. But right now we are struggling how we can uh, make a spread out this identity uh, 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 environment in next case. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I think identity is a big one. Uh, another article I, w- I found uh, you had published is about the AI controlled mm-hmm. by smart mm-hmm. contracts, which is mm-hmm. actually a lot of people are kind of scared of, you know, mm-hmm. you know, um, robots and uh, AI taking mm-hmm. over and going out of control so i I, i'm interested to you know hear about uh you know ways you know it's interesting conversation to have about ai contracts Mm -hmm. smart contracts Mm -hmm. uh yes 
the AI is key part of uh, the processes with using a, a blockchain finally. Um, in my sense, the AI we will be uh, separated more some specific scenes. Uh, each of the scenes they need to the specific AI uh, because AI the way to uh, make a you know, more eliminated the wasted process. Like we did it so far in the paperwork or paper decision, the paper process. This it takes a lot of the times. But if the AI it works so well, we can reduce this cost. The finally, these uh, refiner data is a go to the blockchain database uh, stored and secure. So this is the key part of processes. Uh, we have to make and combine a new technology, the IoT and blockchain, AI and blockchain, and many things that happen in the future. We have to be selective which scene could be uh, working so well with the mixture of this technology. Then what issue could be to solve with using uh, this type of consolidations. So I guess that this, this thing is coming a lot of the space, but we have to be selective which, which type of the combination has been the best for your models. Yeah, I, I, you probably heard of KPI before. Like, you, you know, so is it correct to say like you kind of would give an AI KPI in a contract mm -hmm. to like do their tasks and follow their fo mm -hmm. follow their mm -hmm. rules, um, mm -hmm. which because I like uh, I was reading is uh, the golden rule when something or someone crosses the limits the boss draws mm -hmm. a line so mm -hmm. this is pretty pretty fascinating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, in in Japan, how's the com the community like? I'm sh I've seen quite a few events and conferences. Can you give us some kind of, you know, uh, overview of idea of how the community is growing in the blockchain in Japan? Oh, okay. So far, we had a lot of the crypto community, like the Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, but it's uh, going to start some blockchain related event. Uh, last month, uh, Japanese uh, government is organized one event. We called it the Fin Summit and Leg Summit. We it's coming from the fintech and leg tech. They also included some parts of the blockchain space. Uh, Japanese financial service agency is uh, having some attendance there and having a talk. Uh, what central bank or Japanese bank can I use in the blockchain technology? And government is also trying to make a like private community. I'm also be a part of them, having a discussion and updated information the global space, uh, any local government like what they are using the blockchain, how they can implement it. This is uh, it happens. Uh, this is the going right now. A lot of the community is coming one after another. Some communities are just talking about a specific blockchain use case, the supply chain and manufacturing. The other communities are talking about the government, how local or any uh, Japanese government can use this technology. Then uh, they try to make a more broader discussion, not just only for the blockchain, but reg tech or modernize. Many things is coming a discussion. Okay. It's... Yeah. Uh... It's interesting. Also, so in addition to Collaborate, I see you're also part of the Tokyo chapter of Government Blockchain Association. Yes. 
what's the goal of this association? Um, association itself is aiming to uh, spread out the blockchain technology in the public sectors. Uh, we have a educational law here also. Uh, I'm I'm doing in Tokyo is uh, having some meetups. So far, it's almost eleven times I did it. Quite. I I invited some public uh, officials and wanted to speak about your activity. Uh, last time I, I invited uh, this uh, November, uh, this October, I didn't buy this case is a blockchain boarding. Uh, it was very interesting. It was the first project here in Japan to use the actual blockchain processes in the public sectors. Um, I think this is uh, very precious uh, for the people who attended, can easy to access the blockchain use case. Uh, I'm just uh, focusing on the network and the communication rather to mention about the presentation. This is more important. Uh, I guess this interaction will create something together. Yeah. This is more important than uh, taking the lectures, or taking the courses. We can uh, uh, take some context through the internet, like a lot of the publication is speak about a blockchain, it's a use case, but human network is uh, pretty uh, significant to making sure that something new things. So this this meetup to community is focusing on the human interactions, how we can make something together. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Community is the, really the the foundation of a. Of innovation and and you know like uh, building building something great. So, yep. so getting towards the end of our talk, um, ICO. What's your take on the whole ICO mm -hmm. markets mm -hmm. and uh, you know your thoughts of thoughts of it? I think the ICOs. Um, there was the maze. A lot of the people is coming. Uh, still, we are talking about ICO, the how we can make a fundraise. Uh, but we can see right now a uh, lot of this different scheme, like hybrid style, the crypto to equity, the like STO. This is a kind of more official fundraise. Uh, the medicine is coming. Last time I was in Malta, having a talk with some guys is doing. Uh, the many things included, not just only for the crypto fundraise, but also maybe more uh, structural approach. Uh, in my sense, uh, like the government position has been a very key part of it. I had a little bit of talk with some official. They said uh, ICO is uh, like new type of fundraise system. Uh, we have uh, so many discussion. It's just kind of a fraud. It's just kind of money laundering. We just kind of like no responsibilities, a lot of the things, but we have to be taking the balances, not just uh, only for like restricted, but also we try to make an openness. This balance is pretty important. Then uh, maybe just uh, come in some discussion regarding the security token offering. If the government uh, make sure the process, how they can uh, go to the official approach. This is a key part of it. Uh, then the, some discussions are coming from money laundering part. Uh, this is just a very important discussion, uh, not just only for speaking about the ICO discussion, I guess. So 
this problem, if we can make an agreement, maybe the ICO will be a uh, new options to uh, make an uh, official fundraise beyond equity um, fundraise schemes. It makes sense. I know. I, I guess the internet's also started on, you know, the illegal or the gray, you know, yeah. you know, porn and, uh, you know, illegal discussions. Mm. So I, you know, I think as some people say the the biggest things are started in, you yeah. know, that way. Uh so this has been a really fascinating conversation, and um, we'll link up on the show notes some of the articles. But what's what's a good way for people to learn more about what you and your organizations are doing? Um, yes, so please contact me on LinkedIn. This is uh, much better for me. I'm so active there. Then, uh, if you don't mind, please contact me as well on Twitter. I'm pretty active on social media. Awesome. So I'm I'm very happy to having a talk uh, about what you're doing, and uh, I'm very happy to look into how we can do making something collaborations. This is our final goal, and I'm very appreciated to having a great discussion with you in the future. Awesome! Thank you so much, Kuhei. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for having. Are you looking for a Hong Kong agency to help you with your upkeep or registration of a Hong Kong Limited? Check out Unipro Consulting Limited. We are an equity partner in the firm, which is a local CPA practice that has the accreditation to register and upkeep your Hong Kong company. Check us out on the web at www.uniprohk.com. www.uniprohk.com. That is a wrap. Episode 242242, global slash episode 242. And I'm your host, Mike Michelini. Signing off. We got two more shows the next two weeks. And uh and then that'll be a wrap for Global from Asia. Really do appreciate you sticking with me. I hope you're still subscribed through the end. I hope you enjoy these shows and I hope they last for years and decades and centuries to come. Take care. Bye-bye. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.